Bottom Line Podcast. Hey, what's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. I hope you're doing well, but let's be honest. If you're a Yankee fan like myself, or if you're a New Jersey Devils fan like Neil is, you probably are not a happy camper right now. More details in a little bit, but first of all, you already know what it is. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at BottomLineWMCX, Twitter at the NVP Show, Instagram at NVPQB11, hashtag BottomLine, voice message on the Anchor app or at Anchor.fm. And if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please don't forget to drop a like and a comment down below. Helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. And subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Okay, that's out of the way. Because I got news for you. This episode ain't going to be pleasant. It's not. Because like I said before, if you're a Yankee fan like myself, or if you're a New Jersey Devils fan like Neil is, oof. Oh, boy. You cannot be a happy camper right now. I know as a Yankee fan, I am not a happy camper. And we're going to talk about the Yankees first because I have some frustrations to get out quite early. Now, in regards to the Devils, now before you say anything, yes, if you are watching on YouTube, I am wearing a New York Rangers shirt. Now, if you think I'm trolling on purpose, I swear to you, I am not. This is the first shirt that I saw this morning in my drawer. I was like, you know what? Who cares? I'm going to put it on. So no, I am not trolling on purpose. And just to prove it to you even further, I have on New York Giants shorts. No trolling here, I promise you. Rangers shirt, Giants shorts. So no trolls today. I am not in the mood for that. Plus, I am not that guy. So please don't come to me saying, oh, well, you're a Ranger fan. You should be giddy that the Rangers swept the Devils in a four-game series. Look, am I happy they swept them? Yes, but I'm not going to be that guy and troll every single Devil fan because, A, I am not like that, and, B, I don't feel like being like that, okay? So if you're expecting that, I'm sorry. This is not the episode for you. Sorry. It, It is what it is. But anyway, we'll talk about the Devils in a little bit. But for right now, though, whew, the New York Yankees are really driving me up the wall. They really, really are. I'm going to do my best not to freak out because I was going to post an episode yesterday, but I was too upset. I really needed some time to collect myself as much as I could so I can clearly get my thoughts out. I'm going to try my best not to freak out. The key word is try. So with that being said, Let's jump right into this. So, as we stand right now, let's look at the American League East standings as of right now. The Boston Red Sox currently have the lead in the American League East at 11-6. and six. This is at the time of this recording, by the way. This is April 19th, 2021. This is obviously subject to change. But like I said, Boston is 11-6 and six with the AL East lead. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Tampa Bay... The Rays are 8-8. Eight and eight. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 and have won three in a row. Baltimore and Toronto are both 7-9. and nine. The Orioles are 3-7 and seven in their last 10 
and Toronto was four and six in their last 10. And then you have the New York Yankees, who are dead last in the American League East. They are five and 10. They are two and eight in their last 10 games and have lost five in a row. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the worst start by any New York Yankee team since 1997. Literally over 20 years since any New York Yankees team has started that bad. I said I wasn't going to freak out. Trying not to. Okay. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. But I have this article here, courtesy of ESPN. And it doesn't say who exactly wrote the article. It says it's from the Associated Press, so I want to give credit to them. But it was posted on ESPN. I'm not going to read you the whole article, but I'll read snippets of it. This was after um, yesterday's game on April 18th, where the Tampa Bay Rays completed the three-game sweep of the New York Yankees. Garrett Cole shook his head, disgusted. Aaron Hicks put hands on hips and bowed his head. By the end of the afternoon, pretty much all of the New York Yankees were appalled, along with their loudly booing fans. Yoshi Tutsuko of the Tampa Bay Rays hit a tie-breaking double off of Garrett Cole in the seventh inning that lifted the Tampa Bay Rays to a 4-2 win on Sunday and a three-game sweep that extended the Yankees' losing streak to five games. New York fell to an American League worst 5-10, its poorest start since 1997, as I said earlier. DJ LeMahieu said in the post-game press conference, quote, I'm frustrated, personally frustrated, and said the Yankees were, quote, tight and pressing. He also said, quote, no one's going to feel sorry for us. No one's going to throw softer or throw easier for us. We've got to find it within ourselves to continue to get better and play the way that we're capable of. Aaron Boone also said in a post-game interview, quote, we got great players in that room. They do know that at their core, obviously, we're getting punched in the mouth right now. That is a complete understatement of how the Yankees are playing right now. More on that in a little bit. Cole, who is currently 2-1 and one on the year so far, was hurt by slipshod defense that made three mistakes in the Rays' two-run third inning alone, two by Hicks in center and one by Clint Frazier in left. One of the three runs off Cole was unearned, giving the Yankees a major league high 10 unearned runs. 10. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not even going to continue the article from there, but you really want, you want a prime example of how poorly the New York Yankees have played so far this year. I can pretty much name every single thing that is wrong with this team in the 15-game stretch that they are in right now. Through 15 games, what I've seen is god-awful defense, an offense that still cannot hit, especially when it comes to the home run, which is a surprise because that's their MO, the home run. But all of a sudden, that's out of the window. Although, Giancarlo Stanton had a home run yesterday, so... I'm not knocking him. And I know Judge had a couple of home runs in another game against the Toronto Blue Jays. So besides that, no. But anyway, so you have piss poor defense, piss poor hitting, which is something Neil and I have argued from the get-go that they need to start actually hitting, not just the home run. And they still aren't doing it. Still aren't doing it. You also 
have starting pitching outside of Garrett Cole and to a lesser extent, Jordan Montgomery, because the guy still hadn't pitched a full season in two years. So I'm giving Montgomery a break. But outside of Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery and some of their bullpen, because their bullpen has been one of their strengths so far, or at least some of it. I think it was like a 1.4 ERA the last time I checked, somewhere in that range. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. But outside of Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery, their starting pitching has been dreadful. Dreadful. They can't even get to the fifth inning. Sometimes the sixth. That is awful. And if you want me to single out a couple of key players that really need to step it up, look, everybody needs to step it up. I'm not denying that. Everybody needs to get it together. But if you want me to point out a couple of key players who really, really need to step it up, I'll give you a couple. Aaron Hicks looks completely lost at the plate, especially when swinging from the left side. Aaron Hicks looks lost. Aaron Judge. I know we had a couple of home runs last week against the, against the Toronto Blue Jays. I get it. But even still, he is still looking at strikes right down Broadway. That's the perfect opportunity for you to try and hit. Hit it when it's down the middle. Hit it. And he's still swinging at pitches outside the zone, way outside, and way down low too, almost like golf swings for crying out loud. Same thing goes for Giancarlo Stanton. I'm calling him out too because I've been willing to give him a break. But right now, Giancarlo Stanton also looks virtually lost. Although I know, again, he hit a home run yesterday against Tampa Bay. But even still, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks all look lost. They need to step it up. Brett Gardner, look, I have no complaints with Brett Gardner. At least Brett Gardner, when he plays, actually shows that he wants to try. And to those saying, oh, why do they sign Brett Gardner back? If you saw the way Brett Gardner played in one of the games against the Orioles, he actually shows that he cares. There's a reason the Yankees brought him back on a one-year deal. It's because that man is a leader. He wants to win. He doesn't have that much more left in the tank. He's in his late 30s. He's probably got a couple more years left. So, Brett Gardner, look, keep doing what you're doing. Garrett Cole, keep doing what you're doing. Jordan Montgomery, keep doing what you're doing. Gary Sanchez, look, Gary Sanchez has actually been okay this year so far. He has. He got off to a really hot start. Opening day, he looked fantastic. He has gotten slightly better defensively. He has. And he actually has been trying to hit. So I'm not going to knock Gary Sanchez too much, although I hope he's okay after taking that one uh, one foul ball off of his bare knuckles. Ouch. Yeah, that's, that's definitely going to leave a mark. But look, Gary Sanchez, I'm not going to knock him too much. I think he actually looks pretty decent so far this season. Hopefully he can keep it up. Kyle Higashioka, I know he hasn't really played all that much, but when he gets his chances, he looks pretty good too. And he also had a two-home run game against the Toronto last week. So, Kalagashioka and Gary Sanchez, keep doing what you're doing, guys. You guys look great. But as far as everybody else, step it the hell up. You really need to step it up. We're 15 games in. I get it. So, I'm not going to be in full-blown panic mode right now. 
because there's still well over 100 games left, way over 100 games left. So it's still early, but right now, if you're a Yankee fan like me, you're a bit concerned, just a little bit, a little bit concerned. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, as far as Clint Frazier is concerned, look, oh my goodness. I don't want to knock Clint Frazier. I really don't. But if you're really, if you're the Yankees and you're really going to bench him after having one bad game and have him have stints where he doesn't play for almost a week, what the hell is the point of keeping him on this team? I'm sorry. I know Aaron Boone stated before the season started that Clint Frazier is without a doubt the starting left fielder for the New York Yankees. Well, I've seen spurts where he hasn't played in almost a week because he's had a bad game. So what does that tell you? It tells you a lot, doesn't it? So look, it's not all Clint Frazier's fault. Yes, he does need to be better. But it also doesn't help that the Yankees keep benching him and don't play him for a week. You know how much that shoots away your confidence as a player? when you don't play for a week because you've had one bad game, that's got to be terrible for a player to go through. It's got to be awful. So in a way, I feel for Clint Frazier because I want him to get his chances. But if the Yankees are going to keep doing this to him, then get rid of him. At the trade, that I don't know when the trade deadline is this year. I don't know the exact date. And someone can let me know on social media or in the comments below on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. But whenever the trade deadline is, trade Clint Frazier away. Trade him to somewhere where he'll actually get opportunities to get better instead of having him sit on the bench watching the Yankees suffer defensively. And look, it's not all of his fault. He does need to be better. And he does have a couple of big errors. But even still, you think the benching of him isn't getting in his head? No wonder he's having a couple of bad games. And I'm not saying it's all on Aaron Boone. Look, Aaron Boone does not make the lineups, okay? So for those calling for Aaron Boone's head, this ain't all on Aaron Boone. I'm sorry, it's not. It starts from the top, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty sure that Brian Cashman and whoever works with him at the top is the one that's making these lineups. It's not on Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is pretty much a puppet at this point. I'm sorry. I'm not calling for his job, but Aaron Boone at this point is pretty much a puppet to the Yankee organization. I'm sorry. I got to call it what it is. So it's not all his fault, but even still, Aaron Boone does need to be better. I do agree with that. But at the same time, again, I'm not calling for his job. But look, the bottom line is simply this. The New York Yankees are 5-10. and We're 15 games into the season. So, yes, it is still early, but they really, really, really need to get their damn act together because if they don't, there's going to be a ton of questions. And Neil and I have stated on the record before the season started that this team needs to go to the World Series. I said they should at least go to the World Series Neil said they should win the World Series. If they don't do either of those things this year, (laughs) 
oh boy, we're going to have a ton of problems. A ton of problems. Brian Cashman's going to start questioning everything. Aaron Boone's probably going to be on the hot seat, although he probably is by a majority of Yankee fans out there. I'm not putting him on the hot seat right now, but that's a whole other rant for another day. But the bottom line is the New York Yankees, get your crap together. Play better defense, especially you, Glaber Torres. And talk about somebody who has been absolutely dreadful. Glaber Torres has been terrible, especially defensively. And I got to call it what it is. Glaber Torres is not a good shortstop. I'm sorry. He's just not. Rugnet Odor has been okay. I mean, he just got here, so I'm willing to cut him a break, but he's been okay. Yeah, he had a home, he had a home run against Tampa Bay, but other than that, he really hasn't done anything. He had a really big hit in Tampa Bay when they won that final game at the Trop, so I'll give him that, but he's been okay. And DJ LeMayhew hasn't really been the DJ LeMayhew that we've expected him to be. I mean, yeah, he's had flashes, but he really hasn't been hitting that much either. I mean, I know he's batting like well over, I think, I think 283 right now. Last time I checked, I think that's what he's batting. But even still, he hasn't been the same. He hasn't. Nobody on this team is hitting. Nobody. Not even in the clutch. And again, Outside of Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery and some of their bullpen, their pitching has been dreadful to watch. Dreadful. Defensively, I'm not going to get started on that. The defense has been horrid. So look, again, the New York Yankees, bottom line, if they don't get their crap together soon, wholesale changes are going to happen. Because this era of Yankees baseball right now is not fun to watch. I am not having fun watching the New York Yankees right now. I'm sorry. They got a series against the Atlanta Braves coming up. And you know what they at least need to do? Split it. If you really want to get back in this race, split, at least split the series against the Braves. But again, the Yankees, please, for the love of God, get your act together. Because I am not having fun watching you guys right now. And I'm pretty sure no other Yankee fan is having fun watching you right now. Oh, and by the way, I just want to address this real quick. To those fans that were at, I forget what game exactly it was. I think it was the, I think it was the first game against the Tampa Bay Rays at Yankee Stadium from this past weekend. To those fans that were there throwing baseballs on the field, really, really. I understand you're frustrated. I understand you're angry. I get it, because I am too. But to take out your anger and throw baseballs on the field and potentially hurt somebody out there, I'm sorry, that's not okay. I'm sorry. That is not okay, and you should not be allowed back at a stadium for a while. If you're going to display disorderly conduct like that, you shouldn't be allowed at any sporting event for a while. You'd rather, you'd, I'd rather just have you watch it at home if you're going to act that way. So I just want to address that real quick. But again, please, the Yankees, get your act together. That's all I'm asking. Please. That's enough about the Yankees because if I talk about them anymore, I'm going to lose my mind. So let's transition over to hockey. So the New Jersey Devils. 
My goodness gracious. <laughs> what the hell's happening with them? I mean, what you're seeing, if you're a Devils fan out there, and look, again, before you say anything, yes, I am a New York Rangers fan, but I'm not here to troll. I swear to you, I'm not trolling. I'm calling it how I see it from a hockey fan in general. I am a general hockey fan and also a New York Ranger fan. So I am giving you my perspective as a general hockey fan. Again, am I happy that the Rangers won all four games against the Devils this past week? Yes, I am. But I am not here to troll anybody, especially to my man, Neil. I'm not going to do that to him. And I'm not going to do that to any Devils fan out there because, quite frankly, again, I am not that guy. So, again, just want to get that out there real quick. But as we stand right now at the time of this recording, the Devils are currently 14-24 and 24 with 34 points. 14-24-6, and six, my apologies, with 34 points. The only team that's worse than them right now is the Buffalo Sabres, who currently are 12-26-7 and seven and have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. They are the first team eliminated. The Rangers, just because you know I'm in the East, the Rangers are 23, 16, and 6 with 52 points, four points behind the Boston Bruins for the last playoff spot in the East. So to my surprise, the Rangers are playing really, really good right now, and they still have a puncher's chance to make the playoffs. Do I still think they'll make the playoffs? No, I don't think so, because Boston is on a roll right now. And Boston, I think, is going to get that last playoff spot. So the Rangers, I'm sorry, as good as they're playing right now, they're, not, they're still not making the playoffs. I still stand by that. That's the end of that discussion for the Rangers. A majority of the discussion today is going to be on the New Jersey Devils. And I know Neil just posted a new episode of uh, his podcast, the Devil's State of Mind podcast, and go subscribe to that if you aren't already. It's fantastic. And I didn't get a chance to listen to the episode yet. I'm going to listen to it as soon as I'm done recording this. But let me say this. What I saw from that four-game set with the New York Rangers, from the Devils, what I saw from them is a team that had very little to no life whatsoever. I mean, I know Sam Rosen and Joe McAletty said on MSG that, oh, this team doesn't quit. They show fight. What fight did they show? And I love Sam Rosen and Joe McAletty, but what fight do they possibly show? Other than the flashes where they almost came back from a 4 nothing deficit on Saturday to make it a 4-3 game, and they still lost 6-3, and also the flash where they came back from a 3 nothing deficit this past Sunday to tie the game at 3 and yet still lose in regulation at home. At home. Courtesy of Mika Zibanejad. And by the way, happy birthday to him and happy birthday to Pavel Buchnevich. But anyway, that's beside the point. Oh, and the Devils lost 5-3. to three, And Ryan Strom scored the empty net goal because he was hooked trying to actually score in the empty net. So, and if you don't know, if the, if the goaltender is pulled when they're trying to tie the game and the other guy goes to score in the empty net and you get hooked, it's an automatic goal. So Ryan Strom got an automatic goal because of that. 
and the Rangers ended up winning five to three, completing the four game sweep of the Devils. But listen, again, Neil is a much bigger Devil fan, so he would know way more than I do about this team. I know more about the Rangers. He knows more about the Devils. But from what I saw personally, this team is horrible. I'm calling it like this. This team is flat out horrible. They don't score a lot. Their penalty, their, their special teams are horrible, especially their power play. And their coaching, quite frankly, has ruined this team. Their coaching's ruined them. I mean, I know it may sound weird to say, but the coaching really hasn't done them any favors. And it also doesn't help that they lost a couple of really key veterans to trades. And just a couple of years ago, you know, they don't have Andy Green anymore. They don't have Kyle Palmieri. They don't have Travis Zajac. So really, the only veterans that I can name off the top of my head on the Devils right now are P.K. Subban and Damon Severson. That's all I can name on the top of my head right now. And look, the Devils are a young team. I get it. A very young team. But there there still should be no excuse as to why you're 14, 24, and 6 this season. There should be no excuse whatsoever. And you know who I blame? Management. I blame management. Because clearly, they're showing that they don't care about the fans. They don't. Neil puts it best. The interest of the owners is not the same as the interest of the fans. The fans want to see a good product out on that ice every single night the Devils play. Are they getting that? No. Especially not at home. They can't win a home game to save their lives this season, which is dreadful. What, do they have like four, five wins at home and like more double the wins on the road? They're a much better road team this year. But it also doesn't help that the Devils have three in a row against Pittsburgh and then I think four in a row against a very depleted Philadelphia Flyers team. So this schedule is not doing the Devils any favors. So, look, the Devils are not making the playoffs either. I'm sorry. And it's not like anybody expected them to make the playoffs. But I think some people expected the Devils to be much better than they are right now. Because right now, this team is just absolutely dreadful to watch. I'm sorry. I'm just calling it like it is. And I know you're getting, I know you're probably getting mad at me because I'm a Ranger fan saying this. You're probably thinking I'm just a Ranger boy crapping on the Devils. I already told you I'm not trolling. I'm calling it like it is from a general hockey fan's perspective. Yes, I'm a Ranger fan. Yes, I don't like the Devils. But that doesn't mean I can't be honest with my evaluation. And again, from what I am seeing from the Devils, they're horrible. They're horrible. And oh, by the way, to also prove to you that I'm not trolling, when the Devils did show a little bit of fight in the series against the Rangers, you know, when they didn't get shut out two games in a row by Igor Shesterkin, the Rangers looked flat too. They did. I'm not ashamed to admit it. They looked flat when the Devils actually showed some life in that series in the last two games. But the Devils really know how to tease their fan base. 
They really do, especially this season. So look, the Rangers looked flat at some points against the Devils, but thankfully for them, they still found a way to win because that's what good teams do. I'm not saying the Rangers are otherworldly the best team in the NHL because clearly they're not, but the Rangers are far and away the more superior team than the New Jersey Devils are, at least this season. And for the Devils, after winning the first two games of the season against the Rangers, and oh, by the way, one of those wins came off of them coming back from COVID after a two-week absence of not playing. They won two against the Rangers, and then they proceeded to lose the last six games against the Rangers they lost, getting outscored, I think, 18-6 to or 18-7. to I think it was 18-6 to throughout the entire series. All right? There was absolutely no excuse for that whatsoever. All right? So the bottom line is the New Jersey Devils are a horrible team. Ownership clearly does not care. They clearly care more about the Philadelphia 76ers because they have a chance to go to the NBA Finals this year. But ownership doesn't care unless they somehow, some way, pull a rabbit out of their you-know-what and start doing something because now they have all this cap space because they need veterans on this team. P.K. Subban's been okay. Hasn't really been anything special, but he's been okay, I guess. But they need a lot more veteran leadership on this team. And again, the coaching staff is not helping at all. But the ownership, that's where it starts. I blame them because they don't care. They don't. I'm sorry. I'm calling like it is. The owners do not care. So the bottom line is the New Jersey Devils, New Jersey Devils also have to get their act together, just like the New York Yankees. Both teams are god-awful. And if either of them don't get their act together, then you're going to have a lot of pissed-off fans in the tri-state area. You just are. Probably more pissed-off fans than there are right now. So New York Yankees and New Jersey Devils, get your act together, please. And on that note, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. I'm really surprised I did not lose my cool. <laughs> if you have any thoughts on the Yankees and the Devils, let us know on Twitter and Instagram at BottomLineWMCX and on Twitter at the NVP Show, Instagram at NVPQB11, hashtag Bottom Line. Leave a voice message on the Anchor app or anchor.fm. Or you can send us a short video message, 30 seconds to a minute, to my email, BottomLineWMCX at gmail.com. Leave a short video message and we may feature you in a future episode. And as always, if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please drop a like and a comment down below. Helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. Subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Yankees fans and Devils fans, I feel your frustrations. Probably more so with the Yankees, but even still, hang in there. Hopefully, it'll get better soon. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace out.